Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year, that matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. A podcast for Bonnaroovians by Bonnaroovians. Welcome to the What Podcast. I'm Brad. That's Barry. That's Lord Taco. Uh, it is amazing that it is. Um, we've made it through spring and summer. It is post-Labor Day, and we're still talking about Bonnaroo. It's almost lineup release day at this point, Barry. <laughs> it will be soon, won't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right about now is when we're like, I wonder who's going to be on the lineup next year. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like I said, when we hit June, it was like, yeah, start worrying about next year. Forget yeah. the fact that uh, we didn't have it. Speaking of the lineup, uh, you know, I wonder how the compilation of the lineup for 2021 is going um just uh, some some byproduct of a conversation i was having with somebody uh who's a fan of the podcast and also has uh, some ties into the thing uh when i say the thing the industry he uh is his opinion and i'll leave him nameless is that tool is a complete goner for next year um but for everybody else it should be pretty stable the lineup now, I will throw this out because I know that I've been beaten up because of how much I love Lizzo. Uh, if you look at the lineup, if it just carries over from one year to the next, seeing if we actually have Bonnaroo, but uh, I think that they need to replace Lizzo. And now, I don't know if she's going to have a new album. Um, I was told that she was, um, but nothing's going to carry the zeitgeist like yeah. like that last album did. And, and imagine a year and a half after her hit. Right. Right. She's now the Friday headliner. You know, it makes sense. And I would defend it to the hills last year. Lizzo being your Friday headliner. But I don't know if I can defend it in 2021. That's a great point. And, and, and it kind of gets to what we've talked about earlier, especially with um, Jeff. Um, was it Jeff Becker? Um, that whole and, and um, that whole putting things on hold. You know, they they labels agents all that they plan for just like what you're talking about with lizzo they're planning for that album to hit and be hot right. and then do the festivals yeah and um i don't know it because it's such it's been such a pause you know i don't know yeah and, and but see that's the thing that's going to kill you know a lot of these bands we've talked about it before uh lizzo's moment is sort of over yeah and God love her. I, I love Melissa, but the, her, that moment is over. She's going to have to create another album that catches the zeitgeist as much as the last one did with, you know, songs like Truth Hurts and Good as right. Hell and, and Juice. Can she? D- does she have it? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, we saw the second time around with Macklemore. Yeah. And how much of a bust that was. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So you're going to have to replace Tool. And in my opinion, you're going to have to replace. Uh, Lizzo, and so it, it begs the question: Who replaces them? And my argument is going to be the easiest possible band that you can find. Um, <laughs> remember when they had to replace Pearl Jam or whoever? I can't remember who they replaced the last minute. Oh, it was uh, Mumford. Mumford and Sons. Yeah, remember the year Mumford. Mumford and Sons had to cancel, and they replaced last minute with a buddy of the guy that books the festival, Jack Johnson. Yeah, and that was an easy fit because he's a guitar. He plays the guitar, and he can walk on stage. And everybody knows who he is. And if you remember, who was it told us? Uh, he answers the phone. He answers the phone. That's yeah. why he got the gig because they knew he'd answer the phone. <laughs> and so, so you got to think about okay, so who who fills a you know a, a Saturday night and it's easy to just slide in if somebody were to call and ask. I go I've back. Got a band. I I go back to what I said on the last podcast. My morning jacket. My morning jacket. Yeah. You know why? Because they answer the phone. They, and they got a new record. 
And yeah, they're the they, perfect Bonnaroo band. They're the perfect Bonnaroo band. They have a huge following. Right. They uh, fit perfectly, and nobody is going to complain if mm. my morning jacket gets slid in there for a Saturday night. Now, it won't be Tool, but you, you it, know, it works. I was thinking about this the other day. The one act that I really wanted to see and really want to be on there next year is Miley. I really want to see her, and I don't. I'm not a particular fan of the music. You know, I could. There's a. I could probably tell you two or three songs, but I really yes. wanted to see her. You know that that is such an interesting artist that you bring up compared to what I just said about Lizzo. Yeah, because Miley hasn't had a hit in damn near a decade, but yet you know the show that you're going to get is going to be fun. Yeah. it's going to be a it's going to be an absolute rip roaring right. hit parade, but yet that stands the test of time. But we're arguing, I'm arguing, that Lizzo can't stand a year without a cycle. Well, that, that's a little strange. You, you know, you, you said it yourself, though. Lizzo sort of caught lightning in a bottle this past right. year. Uh, Miley's been around forever. Right. Um, you know. yeah, that's a good point. That's and good she's point. been doing a pretty good job uh, with her online videos. She's been doing some covers of, you know, Billie Eilish and some other stuff that, uh, you know. Man, you're getting into that stuff, aren't you? This quarantine thing has gotten you watching. A I never lot leave of this chair, man. Which we should mention. You know, <laughs> we didn't even mention the background. You're, you're in. You're in Taco's bus. I'm in Taco's bus, which I took. I took my own chair with me all the way to Ringgold just to be in the bus. When did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> now, is he sitting across from you, Taco? We're not does telling. The bus have, does the bus have two back windows? I can't really We're figure this out. <laughs> Exactly. We're not going to tell. Can't really reveal that. <laughs> All right, so here in but a second, yeah, we've got a, uh, a Patreon to talk to and uh, get their uh, idea about what um, you know their Bonnaroo 2020 would have been if they're coming back to Bonnaroo 2021. But uh, before we do that, I kind of had an idea um, that, we should, uh, that we should do on the, on the show and maybe even expand it um, as you know, the next lineup comes out, when and if that actually ever happens. Uh, what if we fantasy football drafted Bonnaroo bands, bands that have played the festival, artists that have played the festival, we'll go around the room and we'll try and see who has the best fantasy football Bonnaroo team. What do you say? I love it. Now, I, it. Now, I got this idea from the world's leading, leading sports expert, Lord Taco. He <laughs> I love sports. sports. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was doing so. So... Bonnaroovian, our friend Kyle, the Bonnaroovian, he uh, had a fantasy football draft, and he gets me to play in this league every year, which, you know, God love him, but, you know, if you've ever done fantasy football, there's a million different ways that you can score, and there's a million different ways that you can put your team together. Uh, his settings are the strangest settings of a fantasy football league I've ever, I've ever had, and while I was doing this fantasy football draft, I said, why don't we just do this for Bonnaroo? Yeah, this good. should be, this should be our, uh, make a Bonnaroo team. Uh, so I've got a, everybody's cards here, and we'll just go around the room. We'll draft a team, and then we'll let the what podcast listener figure out who has the better team. I like it. And of course, they're going to pick me. We'll see. Are they going to Are they going to use our <laughs> phone thingy, or are they going to email? How do you want them to vote? Our phone thingy. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it, we can do it. We can do a Twitter poll. Oh, okay. I think yeah, yeah I think we do a poll. I like okay. it. Okay. Uh, Taco like knows it. how to do polls. I know all about polls. Okay. All right, let's see. Here's, here's the problem. How do you pick who drafts first? It should be me. I'm well, older. I'm that's older. not how you do it. I'm older. Okay. That's not how you're supposed to do it. We're supposed to flip a coin or pull well, a number out of a hat or something. Yeah, write down three numbers and and then hold, a, hold them up. I don't care. Yeah, but who gets to judge? Who gets to hold the number in their head? I'm thinking of a number... <laughs> all right, we got a rock, paper, scissors, okay? We got a rock, paper, oh, scissors, all, right. all three of us. Here we go. All three all of right. us? On three. All three of us at once. All right? All right. One, two, three, go. Uh, all three, look at that. What are the chances? <laughs> okay, do it again. All scissors. One, two, three. <laughs> rock. All paper. Wait. Rock. All right, so Barry's out because paper covers rock. Now it's me and Taco. Here we go, Taco. One, One two. two. Three. three. <laughs> I think we did all that wrong. Okay, anyway, Taco. You said on three. Taco I goes. know, I did all All right, I'm third. I got the second pick. Taco's got the first pick. Barry's got the third pick of the fantasy football Bonnaroo draft. Here we go. Lord Taco, your number one pick is. All right, so 
just to be clear, we're just picking headliners or just any band? Any band that's going to compile the best team of five that Paul McCartney. you can put together. Okay, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> easy. Uh, Paul McCartney, your first draft pick. Uh, see, this is going to be the hard part. The second pick is going to be the hard one because, you know, there's two obvious ones. There's two obvious ones right after McCartney for, you know, maybe the second greatest artist to ever play the festival. Um, and you really could flip a coin and, f- and, and pick, but I'm going to choose the, one, the show that I like the best of the two, and I'm going you too. Okay. Nope, no, 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 Bruce Springsteen. Sorry, I, I misspoke. Bruce Springsteen. I'm, I'm taking the boss. Oh, man. Those are the two. I thought it was you two and Bruce Springsteen. I'm choosing Springsteen. That makes it harder on me. Yeah, Leaving you two on the table there. I yeah, know. You two's on the table. There's a lot still on the table. I know. Is anyone writing this down, by the way? I am writing it down, yes. I okay. have everybody's right. draft cards in front of me. So Taco <sighs> takes Paul McCartney. This first-round pick, I've got the boss for my first-round pick. Now it's to Barry Quarter. I'm going with my morning jacket. It was either them or you two. <laughs> my morning jacket for a first round pick. I, they're the perfect you Bonnaroo You were giving act. Taco I know. maybe the strongest top two that you could ever give. I'm, okay. We're going to see. All right, Lord Taco, you're number two I'm, pick. I'm also banking on our listeners. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's like we mentioned. You know, you're not necessarily picking your favorites. You're picking what is going to win. What's going to win? That's true. What's going to win? Who's going to vote? Taco's going to be um, strong, no doubt. Yeah, it's going to be very strong, Taco. I mean, well, I'm kind of at a disadvantage because I've only been to two Bonnaroo's, but if we're just picking from any oh, yeah. band in the past, yeah. um, I don't know. How about there's like a little Irish band that played one year. How yeah. about you two? You two. All right, good yeah. pick. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> that I don't know if you've ever. It's, it's kind of a deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that must have been one of those cafe acts that yeah. you saw one year. Um, I think that the uh, the best second round pick here for me is going to be a uh, artist that's been there twice uh, that everybody wants to come back. It was the uh, one show that I I might have missed the first time and the second time I didn't appreciate it the way that I should have. That's why I'm begging for them to come back again. We would have seen a version of it this year. I'm going Radiohead with my second round mm. pick. Radiohead. That's a good one. I'm going to go widespread panic. (laughs) You are hamming this up right now. You are literally just trying to pull. You're like the chilies of Bonnaroo fantasy grass right now. What can I get for the the most people in the building that's not offensive? I'm going for the win. All right, your third round pick, Taco. Um... I'm going to pick one that I did see, and that's Gambino. Oh, man. This is, this is strong. Yeah, this is really <laughs> This is a really strong starting lineup so far. It's going to be hard to beat. Taco's going to be very, very hard to beat. Uh, a third-round pick for I need an artist that can fit what Taco is bringing to the table. Taco's got a very, very strong... Yeah, strong lineup. He's got the, he's got a, a good name, good name lineup. And you know what else he did with his third round pick is he he switched the game a little bit. He went and took our first almost hip hop headliner. He turned it. Child is not necessarily hip hop hip hop, but you know you're getting a little bit out of the rock world, and it makes me want to change my philosophy here to try and get the top hip-hop artist that's on the board and I'm going to go I'm going to go Eminem Mm. going Eminem okay alright interesting I can't wait for your third round pick (laughs) to be String Cheese Incident (laughs) no 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 I'm torn between another uh, hip-hop rap act a now dead act mm. and um, an act that I didn't see that but that still gets so much conversation. All right, before before you before you pick, I know exactly who you're gonna pick. Taco, write down who you think Barry Quarter is gonna pick, and I'm gonna write down what I think Barry Quarter is gonna pick. 
and let's see if we are we are correct. Because I know I know how his brain works, so I'm I've really, got mine. I'm got torn between the three, but I'm going to go with Patty. Tom Petty. Oh, I thought I you said I, you were going to pick a hip hop act. I was I, I, I was torn I between it. that and <laughs> the other. I I knew it was going to be Petty. <laughs> I'm surprised, honestly, you didn't pick him first. Thought about it. I I thought that I thought that was going to be your number one. Pick. Thought about it, but I also thought he might be around longer than my morning mm. jacket, but uh, maybe. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Mark Taco, your fourth round pick. You've got um, McCartney, you've got U2, you've got Childish Gambino. Very strong top yeah, three. Yeah, for sure. Very, very strong. Well, I'm gates. surprised Barry didn't pick this one. Uh, Fish. Yeah, I was hoping Fish was going to make it next, but uh, that's really good. I just couldn't it's, do it. <laughs> why? You already a, picked two. I like widespread. I'm not a big Fish fan. But it's not who you like. It's I know, who you. I know. it's you're making the team. It's the I didn't one even or the go two. to the Eminem show. I hate. <laughs> it. Yeah, either of the two is good. Taco's oh. got a strong lineup. Um, this one for me, if it wasn't going to be fish, uh, my uh, backup plan was Tame Impala. Tame Impala for my fourth round pick. Barry Quarter. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna I can't wait. I'm going to go with, uh, again, the show that I didn't see that I made more fun of than any in the history, and people still talk about it, Lionel Richie. Hmm. Wow. I know. Wow. I, uh, I, you know, you have a very different philosophy of doing this than I <laughs> Could have, I could have even crafted my brain to figure out. <laughs> Lord Taco, round out your team, your starting five, your front five. My last pick is uh, John Prine. Huh, okay. You know what I like about the, the fifth round pick is it's sort of like the one that you hold dear to you. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that you can, you don't really need a, a, a top headliner. You can choose a, a show that you probably love and remember the most um and that's sort of where i i was originally going to go with my fifth round pick but i've got a few options here um and although my first inclination is to go with a show that i absolutely love with all of my heart and it went so underrated that sturgill Sim simpson show was damn near one of the most unbelievable uh, things I've ever seen on the what stage. It was that in the Black Keys years and years ago when the Black Keys came out and had two guys on stage and put out as much sound as Arcade Fire did the night before with 11 people on stage. Sturgill did it with three guys, him being one of them, yeah, and nothing amazing. but white lights. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And the, just the... The, the sound explosion it was like he said screw all of this i'm gonna show what i can do it was a it was a in your face mic drop for 90 minutes there's no doubt yes, about it, was. it that's right that's a great way of putting it um, the best part was the the t-shirt that he wore too yeah who, the, who the fuck is who the fuck is sturgill simpson oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's my gut my gut says that but i'm gonna go with with my favorite show of all time my uh, the greatest experience at Bonnaroo I've ever had. Does anybody want to guess? Anybody have their uh, their guess here? Fish. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> McCartney. McCartney's <laughs> off the table. No. Well, yeah, I mean it's within two. It's LCD sound system or it's Alabama Shakes. I'm going to go with LCD sound system. Yeah, they were they were going to be they were definitely among my choices. Uh, so that leaves me then with uh, Beastie Boys. Oh. It's I good. totally forgot the Beasties. You know, that is a very, very strong way to finish, Barry, considering your first four were total duds. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Very we'll see. strong finish. I feel I, good uh, about my picks. You always do. I know. We've done this before on well, my radio show. I know, and I did it, and, and I, got, I got thumped because no, none of your listeners were older than 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through everybody's team. Taco, 
has Paul McCartney, U2, Childish Gambino, Fish, and John Prine. Brad's got Bruce Springsteen, Radiohead, Eminem, Tame Impala, LCD Sound System, Barry, Starting Five, My Morning Jacket, Panic at the Disco, Tom Petty, Lionel Richie, and Beastie Boys. I'm really irritated about myself choosing Eminem over Beasties now that I think about wait, it. I'm wait, really wait, wait. You said Panic that. at the Disco? Where'd that come from? Oh, I'm sorry. Widespread Panic. I'm sorry. Widespread <laughs> Panic. I, wrote, I just wrote down Panic for you. Oh, uh, yeah. We're on a rock station. I only think of Panic of the Disco. The other panic. 25 times a day. The other Panic. All right. There that's good. Go. That'd all be right, interesting. So, uh, I think they're all good. Twitter poll and see, uh, see who wins. And uh, maybe, you know what, we do a fantasy draft again for everybody but what stage? Yeah. Mm, okay. Nothing, nothing but no which or what stage at. We could do several of these. Yeah, we could do uh, well, so tens only with, with acts that were biggest surprises for you, you know, or ones well, you never knew because, of. Because because yeah. so many artists have gone from from tent to what stage and which stage. So we'd right. have to. I think we'd have to do nothing but nothing but which and below. Okay. No, I can't I, do any what any yeah. what artists. No, I think that's fine. I, I, so I'm just saying, there's that, lots of different ways we could mix this up. Yeah, that leaves out Alabama Shakes for me. I can never choose Alabama Shakes ever again because, you know, they went from 10 to what stage? Yeah, All right, there you go. Vote along. Uh, right. Let us hear what you think. And uh, Twitter, the what underscore podcast on Twitter. Now, uh, That's us. Yeah, and before we jump in with our uh, Patreon and check in uh, with another Patreon, why don't you run through some of our fine, fine Patreons. Oh, no, I'm not ready for that. That's a great <laughs> idea, but I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing in that bus all day, Barry? I've, I've been getting ready for our Patreon. I've got so many emails and Skype things with him that we have to make work. So. Oh, okay. Um, well, well, I'm so glad that we are prepared. You've got the list, too, there, uh, mister. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, you do. I've sent it I to you not. every week, so you can't do this to me. Taco, how's your uh, koozie game going? What do you got on your koozie? This is uh, the What Podcast Koozie. Oh, how mm -hmm. did you get one of those? You gave me one. Oh. Well, how would I get one if but, I um, don't get one from You Brad? know, we just mailed them all out to our Patreons. Mm. Um, and they signed up at patreon.com slash the What Podcast. Do you know what else they got? For certain levels, got a What Podcast mixtape from one of they us. They sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, are we going to redo the levels? The levels got to get a little updated, don't we? Yep. We got to change that up? Yeah, we got to uh, come up with new merch, I guess. We've already okay. done like a t-shirt, sticker, koozie. Yeah. Speaking of koozies, here's my favorite koozie of all time uh, from a band called Oozing Wound. Nice. And uh, it says, Oozing Wound, get high, fuck, destroy. <laughs> that is uh, my favorite <laughs> band of all time. Is that an indie, indie folk band? Yeah, indie folk. Uh, you want to see mine? Okay. <laughs> all right. Guess go. where Where's I found you? it. I don't know. The bathroom at the Moxie. Okay. <laughs> Why are you, why are you collecting things from public restaurants? No kidding. Well, it was you know before we were all worried about germs and stuff. Oh, before then. Before okay, the when you, when the you before used to times. Just pick up random things from public That's bathrooms. That's correct. And I looked down. Bathrooms even better. Yeah, picked this up from the hotel bathroom. Favorite koozie. Have you next to the it what? Yet? I was gonna. I didn't want to ask. Part of the answer. <laughs> Let me read. Let me read some of these Patreons, and then we can get uh, Phil on the phone with us. Uh, the care, and by the way, it reminded me. There's a couple of you guys. If you haven't gotten your uh, your swag yet, um, I need. Uh, there's a couple of questions I need answered. I've got them. Uh, so go to look on the in the message boards, and I'll send them to you. Barry. Yes. Barry. Yes. Barry. Stop it. Are you okay? Uh, Karen, Karen Is everything Cheat, okay, Barry? Timothy you Proctor. Seem, you seem in a bad mood today. No, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> you seem down. Do I? Yes. He's in the bus. How could be? How I'm could he be down? Head. We're doing a podcast. He's in the happiest you place on earth. I just I picked the winning five <laughs> acts in our draft. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. You just seem a little down. No. And I don't know if it had to do with your performance. <laughs> no. Karen Sheets, Timothy Proctor, Aaron Carlson, Liesl Condor, David Grimes, Phil Hanley. That's who we're going to talk to here in a minute. 
Chloe Hannon, Benjamin Wells, Tori, Musical Antlers, Mary T, Skyler, Melanie, and Jesse Feldman, Parker Reed, Dan Sweeney, Joshua Herndon, Lauren Edholm, Nick Yeatman, Tyrone, Nick's one of those. Please uh, check out the message because I need to get you your stuff. Tyrone Basket, Basket, Evan Brown, Ross McNamara, William Richards, Clay Wilhoyt, Sean McCarthy, Ryan Mathewson, Chelsea Davis, Lucy Young, Jason Hazelbaker, DK Linda Doles, Jacob Marty, Andrew T. McBride, Justin Nigro, David Salano, Catherine Riccio, Meredith Rittman, Daniel and Charla Horton, Sean McCain, David Henson, Brooke Tussie, and Ella from Signal Mountain and Russ, we have two new ones, right? Madison. Whoa, and, two new uh, ones. Uh, well, relatively new, yeah. Um, they're not on Mad- my list, new. Madison Hudziko mm. and uh, Riley Benson. Yep. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Welcome Hi, to guys. Yeah, appreciate Hi. it. Welcome, yeah. welcome to mm-hmm. the team. All right. All right. Let's do let's do some Patreon chats. Hey, Phil, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good. Good. Well, hey, thanks for uh, joining us on the uh, the What Podcast and being a uh, fellow Bonnaroovian. Um, before we get going here, and I want these two to uh, to zip it and not say a word, uh, <laughs> I want to get your unvarnished opinion of what group of five Bonnaroo artists do you think are the best, okay? I'm going to read you three different groups of Bonnaroo artists, and I want you to tell me which group is best, all right? All right. All right. Group one, Paul McCartney. U2, Childish Gambino, Fish, and John Prine. Group 2, Bruce Springsteen, Radiohead, Eminem, Tame Impala, LCD Sound System. Or Group 3, My Morning Jacket, Widespread Panic, Tom Petty, Lionel Richie, Beastie Boys. For me, that's easy. It's number one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. See, this damn first round pick is good. It's Barry. When Barry chose you, uh, didn't choose you too. That screwed everything up. Everything yeah. up. You gave Taco. So we just did a fantasy draft of Bonnaroo bands, and <laughs> Barry decided to instead of picking you two with his first round pick, which is a no brainer, he chose <laughs> my morning jacket, and it just <laughs> gave Taco another golden bullet to shoot us with. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, I would have chosen uh, group number one because of McCartney and U2. Uh, U2 back in 2017, I was so excited to go see that for the Joshua Tree Tour. So that's the one that really put me over the edge. It's like if you were to like have an actual fantasy football team and you got to have Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes on the same team. <laughs> it should not be fair. It's not fair. Back it's when I fair. used to do fantasy stuff, I, I chose all Boston Celtics just because I was a Celtics fan. Good fantasy football We strategy. were terrible. It was, no, it was basketball, Good. but we were terrible. Okay. We got beat. But I chose favorites, so whatever. Whatever. Welcome to the show. Um, tell us uh, how many Bonnaroo's you've been to. Uh, I've been to seven Bonnaroo's now. I started going in 2013, and uh, 2020 was going to be number eight. But, of course, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you've, got to, you've gotten a good chunk of them. I think that the seven is a, is a pretty magical number. What was the first year? What was the moment that it got you? What was the moment you said, all right, I'm, I'm all in? 2013. 2013 yeah. go back to mccartney uh oh, that yeah. year was awesome so my friend and i came down from minneapolis which is where we live and we drove the 12 13 hours it takes to get down and we had car troubles we had all sorts of bad things happen to us but we still had a blast and continue to come back every single year like jail how bad was it? <laughs> not jail. No. Yeah, no jail in Coffee County. Good. Well, no, not good. that bad. <laughs> good. Good. Is it the same? You go with the same guy every year, or do you got yeah. a whole different crew? He and I have gone every single year um, since 2013, so seven consecutive years. And um, in and out, we've had friends come. One of my close friends came our second year in 2014 because he's a big Kanye West fan, so that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the following years, another one of our friends came and then 2017 for U2 year, uh, it was just him and I again, um, 
Last year was our big expansion, though. We had a large group of people come with us last year because the lineup was so diverse and growing. And I have a group of friends, as well as myself, that is into electronic music. So we expanded our uh, our group from that. How did that change the dynamic? Was it better, worse, different? What was it like? It was, uh, it was different, but it was different for a couple different reasons. Um, just like more people so I could hang out with different people at different stages for different artists. Like yeah. I'll, I still went and saw the Lumineers last year and that group of friends wasn't going to go do that. And that was <laughs> an awesome show. Yeah, that, that two different yeah, you know, types of music. I, the <laughs> yeah. reason I say that is because I I feel so, and I don't think I'm the only one at camp, but I feel so iffy about bringing new people in to the point where like we have to vote you in to be a part of the, the group. And when somebody shows up that has not been approved by everyone, I get really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> pissy. Well, what we've, we've done it where we're just in such a small group every year too. So like we just had two or three people go. So expanding to that group setting, uh, the last um, last year, that was just very different. Um, last year, I was also fortunate enough to not have to drive down, though. Uh, we did do group camping, but um, my, one of my friends won the VIP meet and greet through Propeller for Odessa. So okay. I was able to get flown down from Milwaukee because my friend no invited way. me to do the VIP package. And I don't so even I got, know what Propeller is. What is that? Uh, Propeller... Um, you do different um, social justice and awareness things and really? artists work with um, Propeller to get people to register to vote and they get people to um, just sign up for clean initiatives and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So they, they um, have these different packages that artists put in. And it's not just Bonnaroo. They do stuff for other festivals. I know they had one for Electric Forest that a couple of my friends were excited to attempt to do this year. Um, but yeah, he was able to win it and got to do VIP and that, that does not, not doing that drive. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> it's hard to now, go back, man. It's yeah, hard to yeah, go back. I'm telling you, you ain't going to do it again. You're not going to do it again. How did you get your gear there though? Uh, they provided the gear for us. So they had purchased a tent and some sleeping bags and stuff. So that was included in the VIP package. So it was like, here's all your stuff. You'll set it up when you get there, which was reasonable. I set up a tent, gone camping Did, and stuff. Before. Was there somebody meeting you there with all the gear? Yeah. Did you have to go pick it up? So we flew in, took the airport shuttle. Um, we were dropped off and we met with somebody. Um, it was a little dicey because the space is so big and you don't know what time we're arriving exactly. And yeah. so they had to get over there and then they got us through. They shipped our bags over to where our site was so we didn't have to carry everything and then just dropped us off and we set up our site and we were good to go for the weekend. And they also, uh, they also provided a few other things for us upon request. So we asked if we could get um, one of those like reflective tarps for a sunshade. Cause we don't have a canopy next to us. They're not going to buy one of those for us, but to have like one of those sunshades so we could sleep in a little longer in our tent. So nice. you want a VIP experience and then made off the menu demands. Yeah. I like that it. Is That's strong. Yeah, that is a Brad guy move. <laughs> That's that strong. is a very good Brad guy move. That's strong. Yeah. <laughs> And it was really cool, too, because Odessa is my favorite artist. So for my friend to have invited me to go do something like that, that was really special for me um, at that's my favorite place in the world. Yeah. yeah it was, that's a good friend. It was surreal. You know, I was just yeah. sitting here. You're talking about just going with one or two people. Uh, I'm almost thinking the other way, Brad. I like our larger group because it just – that being – if one or the other of you isn't having a good day or doesn't like the act oh, yeah. or, you know, the relying no, on too. each other for entertainment, uh, you, no, you gotta be too. really good friends. Yeah. I, I, I like the, I like the bigger the group because it, it allows for more people to laugh at my jokes about Brian Stone. <laughs> uh, I always like the bigger. No, I, I, I don't mind the bigger group. It's the, uh, I have one problem with the new people that show up. Just one. Uh, and it's smoking. Uh, I cannot I well, yeah. stand smoking at camp. It drives me absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Um, smoking what? My God, my God. <laughs> uh, it, 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 the, the cigarettes. And, and, and it's always yeah. just so gross, and it's always just like the grossest like look when you're just sitting around camp. 
Yeah. No. And my oh, my friend it. group doesn't do that, so we're fortunate enough to do that. That's what I mean, to, man. To you got to be very selective about who you who you're going to spend five days with or six yeah. if you're traveling and all that. Yeah. So, so how true. many people are in your group then? Because I know you're like we have to control our group size, but like last year we ended up doing group camping and we combined with another group because we couldn't find enough people because you have like a minimum of 24 people i think per group so how many people do you have in your group well um we are not in group camping so it's sort of a malleable number uh it's it's whoever can whoever we can fit in the space that we have police taped off (laughs) i can put it that way um and we, because we get there so early, we are like the total tools that police yeah, take this, guys this that, wooded area that you ours. can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, really shitty of us. But, I mean, we have so many people that eventually show up. So by the end of the weekend, I'm going to say, Barry, we've got 30. Yeah, we've had easily that many. The hard part, Phil, is uh, like Brad and I get there Wednesday, Wednesday night. And we tape this thing off, and there's six of us, right? And so the cars will drive by, and they'll stop, and you can see them, you know. Like, what the heck? uh, Yeah. And our perimeter is just like, you know, old busted-ass tents that we're not going to use. And we're just like, oh, this is our campsite for Gary. I don't know. Yeah. Literally. But but it's just the biggest problem is cars, Um, you know. I have to go. I've got the job of going to get everybody and bringing them in because they can't bring their cars. Um, so got when it. somebody does have a car, it becomes every it becomes even more difficult because the the space is only mapped out for the people who can can have their own little space. And then when I got to jam a you know Toyota Four Runner in somewhere, it just doesn't it doesn't yeah. ever work. We end up filling <laughs> but, it up by Saturday. So, I mean, it's... Oh, man, yeah, but by... It's gotten earlier and earlier. By Thursday evening, we start to worry. Um, we start looking around and seeing if we can we can siphon off somebody else's spot yeah. at that point. Um, but luckily, we, we've been we've been in the same... Literally the exact same spot for probably four years in a row now. Um, but the group just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger yep. and bigger. Um, but what are you, you going to do about it? And that's what makes it so great. And that's why we, we enjoy it so much. You never know who you're going to pop into when you when you get to camp. And, and, and camp. Your, our group is a lot like yours in that we don't ever see the same show with each other. So right. I can always count on coming back to camp and hearing what else was happening on the farm no matter what. Because somebody at our fest, at our at our spot, space was at the Gore show. You know, somebody was yeah. at John Prine. Right. Um, yeah, that makes things a lot a lot easier. What was this year going to be like after doing the VIP? Like, I mean, we joked. It's hard to go back, man. Once you, I know. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's the hundred dollar bottle of wine, right? Don't ever drink it. <laughs> yep, it it was going to be hard. I was planning on just doing general admission and doing the group camping and all that stuff, um, like I was planning on doing originally in uh, 2019. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a lot more difficult to go back um just to be so close and to not have to wait in line just all those little things that the vip experience offered um a lot of it was really great um so you you wouldn't you wouldn't get the vip again um no i like the experience of just being out in camp and i know you guys have talked about like (laughs) not being out there and that kind of thing but just being out in camp with everyone else and just kind of see what's going on and what you run into am i mistaken here do you have a tattoo on your left sh- uh, shoulder of bonnaroo oh, is that, nice. uh, that no it okay <laughs> oh yeah nice yeah. on the Very top nice. of the symbol is the arch from the 2013 year which is the first oh, year i yeah. went to so B- barry has it too but it's on his lower back yeah and it's uh, it's it's it's, it's yeah. across yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a bit misshapen these days. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, bigger yeah. than it used to be. We'll put it that way. <laughs> his, his arch has turned into a squarch. <laughs> <laughs> That's committed, man. When did you get the tattoo? Uh, two years ago. Um, right before. I said two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago in 2018, and it was about a month before uh, we went to Bonnaroo as well. So had to take good care of it leading up to it, and kept it covered during the day still oh, yeah, even yeah. um in the evening i was able to take it off to kind of let it air out but it healed great and everything so 
I find this to be so. I find this to be so interesting, Barry, because uh, imagine loving a brand so much that you put it on your body. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I mean, I find that to be. I mean, that if I was one of the AC guys, I think that would probably send me into panic attack. <laughs> you know, if somebody loves this so much, they're willing to tattoo it on their body. I could really screw this up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure yeah. you're putting on yourself. And plus, we a guy from Minneapolis, which is pretty good music town, right? So what you know, yeah. what is it about Bonnaroo? I mean, 2013 is a pretty good first one to go to, obviously. Oh yeah, um, that was a pretty magical year. So was it? What? Let me ask it this way: What did you expect? And then, uh, what was the reality of it? And and you've already said you had car trouble, you had all kinds of trouble. So that's the thing. Um, couple of people we've talked to you know it's like it's like brad's t-shirt it's never not great right even with even with problems it's still worth going back so what was what was it what was the deal i have no idea (laughs) i we went in 2013 and we had just so much fun despite all the little things that went wrong and especially how hot it was that year i don't know if it was just because it was our first year and the first time being down in the tennessee heat in june but I just remember that year being extremely hot and we decided to still come. I think the biggest thing was just the live music itself and getting to see this diverse group of artists from around the world come and play. Like got to see McCartney play. Uh, I got to see Kendrick Lamar play on that Sunday in Macklemore and then follow that up with uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, which was one of the coolest shows ever that I've been to. Yeah. When it, especially for that year, um, I just think it's I just think it's the journey to get down and the journey to get back, and uh, just enjoying myself. Um, it's that's like so my vacation. An- that's, that's so animal chin of you. Yeah, it's also kind of my vacation because for my work, I'm busy between January and the first Monday in June, um, and then from there, um, the rest of the year we're more free to take vacation and those kinds of things. So it's really what do you do out. taxes. I uh, I'm an actuary who um, submits Medicare bids for Part D. Okay. So I uh, get to Why do. Why is that the most uh, busy time of the year for you? We have to submit our um, pricing to the government by the first Monday in June. So there's okay. a lot of there's a lot of iterations and planning and those kinds of things that and go. So it literally into it. works out perfect. Yeah. Because I, yeah. And <laughs> but so then I could never that... go to Coachella, which I'm fine with. Yeah. So, so, so when that happens, you, you just get, you know, how much time do they give you off after all of that? Because I guarantee you, they don't give you a day before, you know, right. the first Monday in June. They, they give me what I want pretty much um, wow. from there on out. I mean, I have my limit. I think it's 20 something days. Of so, so if you, so off. if you were to go down to Bonnaroo and you could, you could make, you know, a 10 day journey out of it, you could leave. I could. Okay. So, so I mean, we usually leave... we usually leave on Tuesday in the evening and drive overnight to get there Wednesday so we can get a traditionally try to get a better camping spot with group camping last year. It helped because we did have our reserved place for everybody. Um, so we'll probably end up doing that again because less time sensitive. But it's always fun to get there on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, we've discovered it makes yeah. for a long week, but it is a good day and it, it yeah. makes Thursday even better. Yeah, and then relax. I usually take the following Monday and Tuesday off. Mondays for driving, and Tuesdays for recovery because I will be useless at work if I go work, to work. I, I tell you, one of the biggest things that I can say, especially for the Tennessee folk, um, you know, we were in Chattanooga for a long time, and if you live in Nashville or Chattanooga or anything that's within a short drive home, uh, you need to take that Monday and Tuesday off. There's yeah. nothing about life on Tuesday that makes any lick of sense. Uh, it just it doesn't feel good. It, it's still it, like there's still dirt somewhere. Um, nothing about it works for me going back to work uh, the two days after Bonnaroo. Uh, but good yeah. for you uh, driving all that way for all that time. What was the um, what was 2020s? Uh, who was your who was your star? Who are you going to see? What was your lineup like? Um, I actually broke this down by day in preparation for this. So Thursday, Thursday, I was mostly excited to see an artist called Cursa. He's an electronic producer. I believe he's from the UK and it's just something very different. He plays kind of his own genre of music called Nero hop. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's something. (laughs) 
<laughs> Brad, we can just classify that is, into EDM for you. <laughs> in the world is NeuroHop. I'm just now learning EDM. Yeah. You now start giving me side projects too. NeuroHop. It sounds like a, a, a IPA. <laughs> NeuroHop. Did it win a blue ribbon? I see that's an interesting poll because I don't even I don't even remember that name on the lineup. I don't either. To be honest with you, I don't either. I don't either. Um, yeah, and I can't remember too much else from Thursday. There was just I think I was just going to do the same thing I was going to do last year, which is kind of meander around on Thursday and save myself for the other three days because the other three days are absolutely stacked. Um, for Friday, I was mostly excited to see Tool. Um, yeah. And that kind of grew while listening to the lineup. And my roommate's a huge Tool fan. So mm. he actually ended up buying a ticket for September because he says June is too hot for him. So I don't know what logic went in there. But uh, yeah. uh, it, was, me, it would have been really fun something. to see that. Your friend is obviously not from Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, September is not much better. He likes September the probably is, yeah, well, <laughs> September is probably, and we tried to say this on the show earlier, September is probably going to be hotter than June. Um, yeah. For some reason in Tennessee, the, the, the summer has moved back about three weeks. Okay. Um, it is as hot in the middle of September and the late September as it is in, in first of August. It is miserable. Yeah, I mean, um, what is this? This is the seventh, uh, and it's ninety degrees today. So, yeah, it's warm. Yeah, I mean, look look how per- and, and imagine how your friend would have felt if he would have uh, chose. If you had to choose, by the way, a September Bonnaroo or a June Bonnaroo. Considering the weather that we had this year, yeah, uh, for the festival we didn't get to go to, your friend uh, made a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> bad choice. That was just. When is he, cruel. By the way, when was the rescheduled date, Barry? Was it supposed to be next week or uh, this week? Two weekends, right? Two the weekends, 24th. yeah. Fourth. Twenty fourth. Okay, so end of September. And, and know, I think we s- can go ahead and I mean it's not a secret they're going to be doing something on that weekend. So we'll okay. we'll be talking about that on the show soon enough. I know we'll, yeah, we'll have we'll have Jeff Quayar back on. Uh, we're oh, already talking about it. I think they're going to make an announcement. Uh, I swear to God, if he doesn't show so. up in his banana suit, I'm <laughs> ending the call immediately. <laughs> uh, so you said uh, Thursday. Back for a second on Thursday. Uh, I remember. Th- I was almost sort of like you in that Thursday didn't really um, have the punch that I remember most Thursdays having. And, you know, I uh, think I've said it on here. I don't care. Yeah. Damn, no. I don't care. Friday so, was so big. I don't need Thursday to be. Usually on amazing. Thursday, something that we do that I know has not been talked on the uh, podcast before is we usually do the Bonnaroots dinner um, as a group just to kind of That's start off right. the weekend right. So, yeah, they do that. They do that big, long, expansive table. Yeah, we've done that before. We've done that the last four years or something like that, really? and it's been really fun every year. We could sit by different people uh, from around the country, and then one year we were actually sitting across from some of the AC Entertainment guys that booked the lineup, um, or at least that's what they told us. And yeah. so we they we got to talk with them, and nice. they provided some insight. We talked a little bit about Prince and stuff too. Um, since we're from Minnesota and we're like, was that ever on the table? And this is after it's passing. Um, was this ever on the table and kind of indicated? Yes. So yeah, that's, just, like, that's what they told us at the beginning of the season that, uh, they had it, they had it booked. And then mm-hmm. he, uh, wow. Passed so, away. so the, um, the Bonnaroots dinner did, did, uh, remind me about the, they do that where they do that in a certain camp. They do pod. that over by the, I think it's called the solar stage. Um, they do it in Centeru? Yeah, it's in Centeru. So they do it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday evening um, in Centeru. I think they have like a long salad table thing, and that might uh-huh. be outside of okay. the Centeru grounds. Interesting. But, um, Boy, yeah, I we've, totally we've forgotten about Thursday. that. There's yeah. so, totally many, right. so many Is things, that li- Brad, that we, that we just have not done. Barry, it's that and the 5K I always seem to forget about. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's something I, I didn't forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it one year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, running I'm still... 3.2 miles in the heat in June, even if it's 9 o'clock in the morning, and I'm not going to be up. What was that band that you, that artist, that EDM artist you said on Friday, Lucid? No. Uh, uh, cur- what was it? Cursive? Oh, curse. Uh, Cursa. 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 U-R-S-A on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, on Thursday. Okay, gotcha. All right. All right. Sorry. Anyway, I interrupted your uh, your, <laughs> your lineup uh, 
Oh yeah, uh, no problem. Uh, Saturday, I was looking forward to seeing the Nelly show. I thought that would have been really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. He just needed to get, um, you know, his boss at Subway to give him the shift off. <laughs> yep. Um, but I'm sure he would have been a great show. No, I really would. I was really excited about that. That that was one of those wow moments that when you get the lineup. And you look through and you see all the headliners and you love every, like, oh my God, this is so great. It takes the second and third pass to realize that yeah. Nelly. Um, third and, and fourth and fifth pass. It's, I'd say we, we went I through think, this. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's the nostalgia of that um, show would have been really, really cool. I've seen yeah. many of the artists that were playing that day anyway. So I was kind of like, well, maybe I'll just go see that and make that my one thing that I have to see for that day. Man, so you would have, you actually, because Saturday to me was, was, I mean, just there's nothing to compare Friday with, but Saturday would have been a light day, and your big thing would have been like, oh, I'll sit around and wait for Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. For you. Yeah. It's a good lineup. Yep. We'll see if what they can bring back. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Is, uh, the, what are the chances of bringing <laughs> the same lineup back, and, and does it make sense? I'm sorry, I just now noticed, and it's been so long since I've looked at this lineup uh, because, you know, turns out it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but I looked at the bottom of the Saturday. There's a band named Lick. It's an EDM artist. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. I don't, it's not for you, Brad, I promise. Okay. <laughs> it's barely for me. Uh, this was going to be the year that Brad got hooked on edm i could just Brad, we were gonna bring you to that big wild show and you were gonna have a blast i like Big. don't don't get me wrong i like big wild a lot i'm a um, big fan yeah i i like big wild because there's instrumentation in it and there's yep. you know it's yeah not, it's just right, right. um but 100%. like I, I i had to like look at this i haven't gone through this either jupiter and aquas don't know I, yeah i know i like this is this was the point of the show barry yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then all hell broke loose. Yeah. Well, then they put together a lineup like that. You know, I mean, they literally could just put bullshit at the bottom of these days, <laughs> and we wouldn't know because we never even got there. Right, Jupiter right. and Aquas, Nullifer, Yanya. These are just. This is Lord Taco's Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> this is nonsense. Who? Who in the world is Doctor Frex? Fresh and slow tie. Slow Tie's oh, a, a grime rapper from the UK. Um, oh. I've listened to a few things from him, so I man, know who these, Slow Tie is. <laughs> these, <laughs> these, these genre things are getting really annoying to me. Uh, grind rapper? Grime. Grime. Grime rapper. Okay, nice. this is getting right. way too much for me. Write it down, Brad. <laughs> okay, grime rapper. <laughs> Can't keep up. Can't keep up with it. Grime rapper is literally what you are on Sunday at Bonnaroo. Is a grime <laughs> and what did, what did you say Cursa was? Neuro... Neurohop. Neurohop. <laughs> Can uh, I redo my uh, draft? I've got a few additions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm shocked that... that Barry didn't take lick with the second yeah, round. Right. <laughs> if we'd have gone one more round, if it had gone six, I would have. <laughs> man, uh, so not only do we thank you for being a Patreon, thanks for joining us on the show today, man. Um, yeah. You know, we're sorry that 2020 didn't happen, but, you know, I have a oh, feeling yeah. 2021 is going to – it's going to have to be one of these days where I hope that, you know, some of these bands drop out and we can have just a, a headlining slot where it's just us hanging out. That'd be great. Because that feels like <laughs> that feels like what we all need to do is just to get back together and just use that for one night. Well, along those lines, let me ask you, Phil, what do you how do you see next year going? I assume you'll go. Um what are, happens, what are you hoping? If it happens and it's safe, I'll go. Well that, yeah, that's that if it's safe thing. What is, what is what are the what are the criteria gonna be, do you think, that uh that will you either pull the trigger or not next year or 2022, whenever it is that we come back. Uh, I think it'll be um, whether COVID is controlled reasonably higher risk person. So try to social distance in most instances um, as best as possible. So trying to make that work as best as possible um, and not have to, not have to do with it. I think if other people are going from my friend group, they'll go but i don't see them doing that unless there's some reasonable safe amount 
of level. Yeah. Like I can't see well, like if if it's even dicey, I can't see them doing the bond roots dinner or something like that. My next part of my question is, yeah, right now today, would you say you're less likely to to go or or you know more likely to work hard to make it happen, kind of thing? If that makes sense. I think I'm more willing to make work hard to make it happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's an interesting question because it's I mean it's it's totally improbable. I mean it's a question that is is yeah not necessary. But I wouldn't. I mean I'm not going if 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 the facts on the ground is you're giving me the option of today, not a chance. Yeah. There's no, not, not today. Yeah. Um, but you know I I can't imagine what good look the the first and the first thing that we got to do is get through you know a a election season. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. what's going to happen between now and November third is a fake vaccine, and then on November fourth that vaccine won't exist. Um, so it's going to be the front of the year before we even know if if a yeah. vaccine is is plausible. And then that vaccine, you know, I have very big doubts. Depending on who is administering it and who is the um, you know in charge of the government. I don't necessarily know if I want to put that in my body. Oh, I'm. There's no way. No, I mean, I think I'm, back of all the, you know, the things that they used to give pregnant women and all that, the reactions that, that they're finding out decades later. But look at what happened with Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford rushed a vaccine uh, to the market and all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's sitting in the White House taking it and they have no idea what the ramifications of it are. Um, and, you know, it's it's weird that, that there's only one person that we really can trust, or at least me. I mean, I. If Tony Fauci says this vaccine's okay, all right, good to go. Yeah, we'll <laughs> I'll see. take it. We'll but see. I, don't, I just don't. I don't have any confidence in 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 these people to make a a non-political decision. All right. Do you think that Bonnaroo is potentially planning on postponing till September of 2021? Yes. That yes. would be my guess too, based on where we're at right now. Like, yeah. even if even if for whatever reason a vi- uh, vaccine comes out in November just to get everybody vaccinated and make sure things are working and yada, yada. You can't plan and anticipate for June at this point because it takes years or a year at least. Yeah. And and I'm totally okay with a September, 2021. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. And, and, um, mostly because of what we were told, uh, the last conversation I had with, uh, the head of a certain division who I can't, whatever. But yeah. uh, they're they're planning on nothing happening in the spring, so I mean you can very much look. It's September, it's the middle of September now. Coachella's lineup usually comes out around Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Am I am I wrong about that? I might be a little off, but somewhere at the end of the year, you've got you know the Coachella lineup coming up. You are going to see. I'm putting my money on uh, Coachella figuring out a way to delay it too. And so the second yeah. they delay, uh, because they can't, they can't put a spring festival together. Um, and that's what I was told. I was told that you can basically wipe out all of the spring for major events like this. Now, the thing that is that I think for Barry and I are important is getting these local music venues going. Um, yeah. we are right. about to hit phase three. Uh, I don't know what Minnesota is like, but you know, we, have been struggling in Louisiana for, you know, the better part of the last month and a half ever since July 4th with phase two. We've been in and out, in and out, in and out. And we're finally going to get to phase three sometime next week. And even in phase three, they're limiting the amount of public events that you can do. Here's what's going to change that um, in this city. The New Orleans Saints if no, and LSU football. They are yeah. not going to – this city is going to erupt and riot if they can't go to a large venue and watch LSU football and, and the New Orleans Saints. It, stupid as that sounds, but that's what's going to happen. And the ramifications of that, we just don't know. Uh, we've got to – my I hate saying this, but we've got to, to – um, uh, let's put it this way. We don't have to do anything. But it would be beneficial, maybe, to see if we can start doing some of these. Now, I don't know what the limitations are. I'm not a lawmaker, but we've got to give some of these a try and see if we can, um, yeah. if we, we can at least make it through. We've been doing a lot of that here. Uh, high school football uh, is, is been going. Uh, you know, some of the other high school sports have been going. Uh, local, 
promoters have done some concerts and so how they did they a film. How are they doing with fans in the stands at the high school games there? Um, bad. I mean, the, okay, but, they're, but they're, it, gr- but they're grouping with- together. You know, it, the pictures I've seen, they're all it, other than the masks on some faces or down around their necks, which is just the silliest thing. Okay, so thing. My, my question is, how, do they hold, how are they holding space for them? You're telling me that they're basically, there's no rules whatsoever. Uh, it's not quite that, and it, it varies from school to school, but some of the pictures that I've seen, um, you know, like, what are you doing? And now the, they'll be spacing on the sides, and they'll the numbers are down. They're not, they're somehow keeping, the, it's not like a full stance, but they're still. So we'll see. And, you know, this weekend, Labor Day, um, it, uh, the holidays always seem to see a, 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 spike. a spike. Yeah, we never bounce back from July 4th. But, you know, to the point that I was trying to make is, is Coachella is a massive entity with 80,000, 100,000 people over two weekends. We're not, we're not ready for right. that. You know, no, we're no, just not ready for that. Totally but, agree. But, but can we get 2,500 or 5,000 people in an outdoor space uh, to, watch a, to watch a big screen television of a football game? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I, I just I don't know. I just don't know. I, I sure as hell would like to give it a try though. Because yeah. here, um, here in Minnesota we have the issue of it's cold. Yeah. It'll be cold right. here in two months, so outdoor stuff is happens, yeah. but yeah. not to the extent that people like to enjoy the outdoors as much. So a friend of mine what what part of Minnesota are you in, by the way? Minneapolis. Okay. My friend of mine just moved to Minneapolis, right? He's running uh, the classic rock station there. And oh, nice. he, uh, he told me that, that and I didn't know this about Minneapolis, but Everything has like overhead tunnels to get you from building yeah. to building. There are skyways uh, that connect downtown. Uh, I had buildings. no idea. So you, you get into the parking garage wherever you find space uh-huh. to park, and you hop in and you just traverse the whole city. And Same Barry, with St. Paul. another thing I've never, because I've never been to Minneapolis, you can walk down the street. They, there are heat lamps over the sidewalks. Yep, in certain places in downtown, you got heat lamps okay. there and heat heat at uh, the bus stops as well while you're waiting for the okay. bus. So, so my point is, is if Minneapolis can do this, Barry, yeah, with heat lamps over the sidewalks and the skyways, why can't Bonnaroo give me some damn air conditioning? <laughs> uh, just Giant here fan. and there. If they can figure it out in a major city, come on, guys. Yeah, well, you know, they probably will one day. A mister. Just a mister. We yeah. Can't even get well, they have that. They have that. AC in the media tent. You know, again, not oh, everybody no. gets to gotcha. go in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier to create heat than it is to remove heat. <laughs> there, it, again, Doctor Taco. Man, Taco. <laughs> Earlier it, today, yeah. we learned that uh, eyeballs are in the head. Phil, I don't know if you wow. right. if you knew Taco that. Taco nailed it. <laughs> Man, uh, Phil, th- thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being a Bonnaroovian, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you very soon on the farm in Manchester come uh, twenty twenty one sometime. Thanks, Thanks so much, Phil. Thanks, Thank buddy. You guys See you very soon. Much. This is great. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you. Yeah. Oh, Phil, a uh, wonderful Patreon. If you want to uh, join the Patreons, you can, thewhatpodcast.com. Uh, or uh, what is the direct link to the Patreon there, uh, LT? Patreon.com slash thewhatpodcast. Hey, that's easy. It's mm-hmm. like you, you've planned that or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, vote on uh, who you think the team is, uh, the best Bonnaroo starting five that you can on Twitter. The what underscore podcast, of course, uh, you'll be choosing Brad's team uh, because we cannot let Barry's disaster result in a Lord Taco wipeout. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to have to <laughs> band together as a as a Bonnaroovian thing and, and fight these two people who obviously schemed. This together. This was a total <laughs> scheme. I've been working this whole time. And this was your idea. I, you guys scammed me through this. I know it. I'm having By the way, is there a prize for the winner? or? Yeah, a mixtape. A oh, mixtape. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, winner gets a mixtape. Yeah, nice. Winner gets a mixtape. Vote now on the what podcast, the what underscore podcast on Twitter. I guess we can do one on Instagram too there, buddy, right? Maybe. No? Yeah, you can do a Oh, you but then if you're money. running two different polls, I mean, who, how do you, do you just, I don't know. We'll figure uh, it out. The, yeah, at the out. end, you just declare me the winner. That's just <laughs> oh, the okay. Yeah. It's, there you go. It's rigged. Well, anything else before we, uh, before we get out of here, guys? No, just, you know, look for another show next week. We should be having Jeff Quayar on sometime in the next several days. And remind everyone talk. who Jeff Quayar is? Jeff Quayar is, he has some long title, vice president he's some, of. He's got a long what? Title. Got it. 
whatever. He's with AC Entertainment. Um, so we'll, this will be the first sort of update we've gotten since all of this has happened. Um, no kidding. Since we were nice. at the AC building. So, yeah, I, we'll, I'm sure we'll have lots of questions for Jeff. And he's, as you remember, one of our favorite guests. Um, very mm-hmm. informative uh, about we the industry. We haven't had one in two years, have we? It's been a, been a long time. Um, yeah, it's been almost two years. What, do we have one for the Moon River show? We didn't no, have one for Moon no. River. No. No. Okay. All right. No. Wow. No, we had Brad from AC. We had Brad from Moon River. And, uh, and, and Drew. Uh, Drew. Yep. And okay. then um, Brian and um, the and Ted and well, Steve. Barry, Steve. Barry, I hope your day gets better. <laughs> <laughs> it it just did. Okay. <laughs> because it's over. <laughs> I, I got we'll to talk, see you guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week on the What Podcast. Love you. Bye. All right. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder.